0: Welcome to Coached Soul, a podcast for a better you. Your host, Steve Hudgens is a licensed professional counselor, and your co-host, Julia Canton, is a therapeutic coach. Together, they discuss various topics, providing a different perspective on life and insight that you are not alone. On a non-emergency basis, you may contact them at area code 918 280-8690 or CoachSoul.com to provide them with new topics, feedback, or to request an appearance on the show. And now, here's your host, Steve Hudgens.
1: What a fantastic start to a new year, right?
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. And yes,
1: <laughs> I feel like uh, new year's are like being a baby. You get a second chance at life starting a whole new year again. And I'm just curious what 2023 is going to bring for us. What do you think? Oh
0: my gosh. There's so much potential. You know, and when I say potential, you know, there's always possibility and there's potential. So it, it actually depends on what we choose to do with our this year. Because, you know, I, we're not getting younger here, Steve. Well, some of us look younger. I'm, I'm just saying, I know your listeners can't see me and stuff like that. But, you know, uh, sorry, I had to take the jab on that one.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, when I first saw you, I'm like, okay, is this an app? You know, we we get these TikTok or or Snapchats and you get these little filters that kind of change everything. And I'm like, holy cow, Julia, what happened to your hair?
0: Well, I had long hair, long red hair. And I, before the end of 2022, I just, I woke up one day and I said, you know what, I've had some hair goals in my life. And I want to do some luxe, I want to do some fun colors. I want to do some shaving, you know, parts of my hair. I haven't done the shaving as, you know, as far as designs go in my hair, but I also wanted to go bald. And so... Unlike most people that wait for the new year, you know, to make resolutions, and they're going to carry it out. I'm one of those people that says I'm going to do this thing and I do it now. So I just decided I was going to shave my hair off and I will tell you that one of the reasons why, because I think this is important, is that I, I did it because it goes against the social norms. It goes against everything that says that I'm female. There's our two, you know, hair and breast are really, really important to us as women. And, um, and I just wanted to challenge how I saw beauty um, and that will be one of the things that I'm focusing on this year in 23 is redefining how, where does that beauty really come from? Is it an internal glow or is it an external representation? Is it a combination of both? Um, but I'm really going to be focusing on that this year. And so, yeah, for our listeners, because I know you can't see my head, I am bare baby bum, but um, I don't, there's just nothing up there. So it is gone.
1: No, you asked <laughs> me because I thought, okay, are you playing? this? not April Fool's here. And <laughs> I thought this was an app, but you really did. did. You know, one of the things that, that I was always told is when a woman cuts her hair is to spite a man. is because this is the only thing that she knows how to control in her life.
0: I've and- never heard that well. Wow. yeah so like
1: you know it's an interesting interesting perspective when when she feels controlled by a man that this is what this is what happens
0: i would never recommend doing it for that reason ever
1: ever, oh no uh -uh. Um, no i I totally agree
0: yes as it was in fact my my significant other was very much in support uh he was just like it is your body your life you do it. In fact, I will help you if you want. He, when I couldn't reach the back of my head, he helped me with my clippers. And, um, and it was, I've had interesting reactions. I've had women go, Oh my gosh, what did, you know, what did you do? That's beautiful. But what, what, where's your hair? (laughs) And interestingly enough, I've had men go for the most part, men have gone wow, I have never met a woman that has done that, just willingly gone and done that. And there is a level of admiration from coming from them going, what is that like for you? And that what it comes down to is how liberating it is. Um, it is weird. I keep reaching up, trying to play with my hair and there is no hair there. Um, or I will walk past a mirror and forget that it's gone and surprise myself again because it's only been about 36 hours um, ago. Um, And well, by the time the podcast is done, y'all, it'll be several days, but still, um, but it is so fresh and so new and I am loving every moment of it. I'm embracing it. It is such an older woman thing to kind of do. I will say that because I'm getting some really funky pairs of glasses and I'm going to be rocking it. So yeah, and it it took about 10 years off of me, which surprised me. I did not expect that. Um, So yeah, I love it.
1: You know, I think the, the very, uh, one of the earliest things that I can remember, uh, was Demi Moore, you <laughs> know, she shaved her head when she was playing in the role of a, of a Navy SEAL. And, and that was interesting role for her and how she talked about shaping her head, Yes, you know? And so when we think about challenges, uh, New Year's can present challenges, and in, it's funny because we want to die the past, uh, 2022, begin a new year of 2023, and so it it's funny because every year we talk about New Year's resolutions.
0: Oh my gosh, I hate New Year's resolutions with a passion.
1: <laughs> what what is behind this hatred of a New Year's resolution? And you said that New Year's resolutions are stupid.
0: They're so stupid. They're definitely... Okay.
1: Okay. So ex- explain. <laughs>
0: okay here's the deal if we know we know that most people will spend all this time building up all these resolutions and goals around a new year they may even start it out a few days before the new year starts they will typically go dead on hard forward about january they start phasing out about mid february and by march they ain't doing nothing, okay. They, it's it's done, okay. And then they end up feeling guilty and shameful and cr- self-criticizing and all these just really negative connotations surrounded surrounding the goals that they set for themselves, but they didn't finish. And and I've done it myself. And what I have determined is that I don't think anybody should make a New Year's resolution, period, the end. I think it is better to sit down at the beginning of the year and say for today, what is one thing I want to accomplish today? And then what is one thing I want to accomplish this week? Okay? And you build it on a week, day by day, week by week experience and, and, and success as you build it up based on success. <clears throat> so if today... I were sh- decided i was going to shave my head and i had a full set of hair i'm not going to set the goal up or the new year's resolution to do that thing <clears throat> i'm so sorry my uh, probably need a drink of water here but i'm not going to set it up to do in 30 days because what's going to happen in that 30 days I'm probably going to talk myself out of it. I'm going to find reasons to not accomplish it. I will um, go through the rumination of what others might think. I mean, I'm just throwing some things out there. Okay. I didn't have that that experience with my head, but those are, I can see those kinds of things happening. Um, For me, I would have said, Hey, I'm going to do it by 10 PM tonight. And by 10 p.m., I need to have had my hair shaved. Why? Because I made the commitment to do the thing. And, um, and so, for instance, on my hair, I just 5 p.m. hit and I said, okay, time to go do it. Once I made that cut, I made sure I made it in the middle of my head so I couldn't go back. Because it's easy if you do it around the ears to hide that. I done it, I, I started that first cut right in the center (laughs) so i gave myself no option to back out and and i think that what happens with new year's resolutions and why i find them so irritatingly stupid is that we we give ourselves too many reasons to not accomplish the thing we said we wanted to do and we set ourselves up to be able to back out of it. It's not necessarily a failure. It's just that when we break our word with ourselves ourselves, then we set ourselves to do that up again and over and over and over. And then eventually we're in that self-criticizing mode and shaming, self-shaming. And there's just no reason for it. Why do it? You know, so I'm very much, hey, if you're gonna set a goal, let's just get it done.
1: No, totally agree. And research has shown that about 80% uh, fail to follow through in the New year's resolutions by February which is uh, <laughs> which is interesting and and the reasons why resolutions don't work is because sometimes I think we try to change our entire life overnight. yes and we want to be able to make this quick turnaround change. Well, it's like Titanic it's hard to turn that ship around so quickly, especially when you have you're hitting an iceberg here. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, we, we have to realize that we're not going to be able to change our life overnight. Um, The other thing that we fail at is sometimes we don't believe we can achieve our aspirational goals that we begin to doubt or we don't fully commit. Mm -hmm. And when you think about that, you, 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 you have this great theory in mind, but at the same time, we're not practicing you know, we can read like a lot of personal development books, listen to a, a helpful podcast such as this, but the, the, the problem that comes is that we fail to use a knowledge and put it into, into practice. And
0: I would like to invite us to delete the word fail. I, sure. would, I would really encourage us as podcasters and those listening that we're making a choice that's an alternative to the choice we said we wanted to make and um, because there really isn't I I really I don't know that I believe that there is a failure associated there is an incomplete okay there is a choice to do something different there is a um it's just another alternative. Um, and we, and we didn't meet the goal that we said we were going to do for ourselves. So is that a failure issue or is that a self integrity issue?
1: Well, the other thing, when I think about what you're sharing and, and you have it, you hit on a great point that I think sometimes our resolutions become a source of suffering mm-hmm. instead of enjoyment, and they become a source of stress for us that we begin to feel that we're not going to be able to, to accomplish. And so we provide a lot of reasons or justification or rationalization of how not to carry through. But when you think about the dynamics of a, rela- uh, of a resolution, they're too vague. Mm-hmm. And, and for example, I mean, let's say we want to exercise more. Well, well, that's way too general. It lacks uh, uh, concreteness. Well, tell me what's more all about exercise, and so we begin frust being uh, frustrated. But the other thing about resolutions is that change. A lot of people are afraid of change. And change becomes hard and difficult. And so because we're not used to the change and we're drastically going from one extreme to the other in our resolution we set ourselves up for not being able to complete that resolution.
0: Well I think I think there's something too to be to kind of review there also Steve is that oftentimes we are more comfortable with where we are mm. than we are um, being, comfortable with the idea that change is occurring all the time anyway okay with a with a resolution or goal setting we actually are are setting our we're trying to set ourselves up to electively change something but what we don't what we miss oftentimes is that we everything is ending everything is changing and everything is dying that is those are three truths that is constantly happening in our lives we don't get to elect to not have any of those okay they're occurring continuously um and so when I, th- I think that as we're discussing New Year's resolutions and, and the opportunity to make changes in our lives that, um, and I love how you said that there was a generalization of the goal that, we're, that we set up initially, that there's not enough detail, supportive detail to make it successfully completed. Um, that one of the things that might be beneficial in discussing with our audience is what to do if they do go ahead and set up this resolution, it's too general, and they get to a place of of where they're struggling to keep the commitment, what are some things that our listeners can do um, to help reinforce that next step towards that goal versus just quitting?
1: Okay? I think, I think it's up. how we look at it. Is that a- enough, a- Well, Well, here's where I'm going with this. I use a a, a thing in, in my practice or when I use groups, sometimes I'll use some pens and I call them my magical pens. Why? I don't know, I guess because they're <laughs> magical. Uh, but there's about four or five, maybe six pens that I arrange in a number and I ask them to look and tell me what number do you see out of these pens? But what they don't know is just a little bit far from, and I'm using my hands and like they can see. <laughs> uh, so it's it's like my hand is next to the pins, but not close on top, but just enough where you'd send your visual peripheral. And I ask, what number do they see? And they say, oh, a three. But what they don't notice is my hand having the number five. I change the pins again. What do you see? And I change my hand to a two. Mm. So they focus, we focus so much on the problem that we don't look outside of the stimulation of the problem and look at what's really the actual situation going on. Same thing with goal setting. I use this example not to pick on the organization, but just something that we can learn from uh, Blockbuster, for example, how come it's no longer in existence? And so when I talk about, uh, helping people to set goals in my private practice and therapy, I use this illustration. Well, a lot of them say, well, internet, well, really, if we think outside the box, blue box, mean blue box, Blockbuster could have thought outside the box. Instead of having red box, they could have been blue box. They could have uploaded all their CDs and created their own server and call it Blueflix. They could have taken the buildings they owned and leased them out or gotten out of the lease, but they could still have a few stores in rural areas that are hard to get Internet. So there was a lot of plethora of information that they could have used to thrive and excel and be in a multi-billion dollar company. And so when I think about um, organization management, because I I was a manager for McDonald's uh, a long time ago, and I took it from a negative 7% in sales to a positive 45% increase in sales within a 10-month period. And I'm breaking all kinds of records. And they're like, what are you doing? First, I believe that when we set a goal, we need to know what a purpose is. What is our vision? Give ourselves a mission statement. You set out this goal that you want to have, but then you have to have these little baby steps to help you to reach that goal. So it may be long term in that goal, and that's okay. It may be short term and that's okay. But what are the, the detailed information that we're going to do to be able to accomplish that long-term goal? And for me in my life, I'm always trying to set a goal for myself. I never thought when I got my master's degree about 12 years ago that I would be going for my doctorate's degree 10 to 12 years later. Now, what am I going to do with this doctoral degree, and and being able to to do something with? Well, I'd already accomplished one goal, and that's becoming a writer, and becoming an international best-selling author to boot. And so, when I think about that platform, is it's bolstered my confidence more to set another goal that I can take a doctoral degree which I don't have to have, but I like it because it provides more information so that I can write more information and be able to help other people with their goals, especially with men and learning how to, to, men need to learn how to lead without being aggressive in their leadership and suppressing people around them in their leadership, especially in their families. I think there's a different dynamic and that's another topic that we're, we're going to talk in the future uh, coming up as far as the dynamics and men and women. But what do you think about what I had to share in the goal setting?
0: Well, I, again, I, um, I'm i not the most supportive of, of those kinds, setting goals in that respect. Um, I, I tend to be a, let's just jump in and do the thing and do it very quickly because I think we give ourselves reasons to back out of it. But if you're going to have a long-term goal, for instance, uh, if you're going to choose to go that route like you like to do, I think that the the... The steps that you provided are decent. They're that they will work for some people, okay, um, and and they will probably work for most people. I would just probably add that when it gets to a, when you're setting those longer term goals, to also bring in mentors and individuals that have already done something similar to what you're wanting to achieve, so that when you hit those darker spots or those places where you're tripping up and you want to stop, that you can call on that resource to say, okay, how did you, face this? How did you make it through? Um, can you, can I be accountable to you for a couple of days until I'm over this slump that's making me want to stop? And um, because it is, uh, the other thing about goal setting that we know is, is research-based is that when you set goals with another individual with at least you know, two people involved in that goal, it's more likely to be achieved than if it's a single person. And, and I am not saying that there aren't individuals out there that man, every goal they set just seems to hit boom, 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 boom. And they're just slaying it out there. I don't have that in me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's, I, my secret is military. Military taught me discipline and being able to go there. So I do appreciate, you know, there's two di- different dynamics here. Yes, there is. Which, which is great <laughs> because I come from a business orientated how to succeed in business, and you come from a different dynamic, yes, which is yes. both combined together can be so powerful and being able yeah. to create healthy goals for yourself, the object is to be able to set a goal that you can achieve and be able to build upon that goal. And you just keep stair-stepping until you reach that ultimate goal in doing it. But I like what you have to say, because in order to have a goal, you need to have an accountability, partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, It just
0: makes it more successful and it also allows for like, my personality is one that I am not the most, I, I'm, I'm more, um, of a flowy type personality and and more spiritually just i'm i've been more like water air versus stone okay <laughs> i mean that's 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 just the way that, or, or maybe even fire but um, it is uh, because of that i have i have to do i want to work on things very, very sporadically, and and if I don't achieve them in a short period of time, then I'm probably going to get distracted and go on to something something else. But then I will return back to that goal at a later time. So it doesn't ever get written off. It just it just takes me a little while to maybe circumvent back to it, and um, and so it takes all different kinds of people and personalities to be able to achieve some of these. Would it be beneficial if I had had a little bit more uh, of that discipline side of me probably because I used to be in law enforcement and that, you know, before the stroke had happened, I was very black, white. There was no gray area. It was either wrong or it was right. It, it, that was it. And the stroke changed how my brain worked and how my heart works. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, now I'm just very much like, oh, it, when it comes to me, it comes to me. When it doesn't, it doesn't. It's okay. And, um, and, and if it's feeling stressful or contentious to me, then I am less likely to move toward it. I will tend to want to step back. So my discipline actually becomes learning to move towards that thing I'm afraid of, learning to move into that thing that stresses me the freak out, learning to, you know, to step into the contention and know that I'm still safe. And, um, and so I just, I love this these different dynamics that come into play that raise our awareness and achieving the things that we want to achieve I just think the ultimate new year I'm gonna set these goals and I'm gonna get them <laughs> done and yeah mean let's go I it's just dumb it's, well
1: and and I appreciate <laughs> the the different dynamic of who you are and I think that's what makes us a great team. <laughs> is that, yes, there is flexibility within me and I can go with the flow and I, I need that sometimes to go with the flow. Um, But my friends say, you know, once I set my mind to something, I get it done. And it's just something that I need to prove within myself that, you know, there are times that I think, oh my gosh, I'm not going to make it through this doctoral program. And yet I need we all need cheerleaders, especially when we goal set. And I think if we're going to have a New Year's resolution, I know you think them stupid, but you know what? <laughs>
0: stupid. I think uh, resolutions are stupid. <laughs> good. Thanks for clarifying. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: I needed that self confidence booster here. Uh, you know, when you think about it, I, I think that we need to look at accountability partners when we go into setting goals. Julie, we're out of time. We reached our goal. How about that? Happy new years and uh, looking forward to a great 2023.
0: Thank you, Steve. Say back to you. Thank you, audience.
1: Thanks for joining us today. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, be safe and be kind.